Welcome back to another episode of The Science of Self-Care. It's us, your besties. You know, we wanted to dive into a subject I would say near and dear to our hearts in the sense that it's what's happening to our hearts and inside our bodies at all times. It is aging. (laughs) Right? Even if you don't want to talk about it, it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. Isn't that interesting that every single thing on earth is aging? It's crazy that everything on earth is like slowly sauntering towards decomposition. Yes. (laughs) And if you're sensitive about your mortality, (laughs) I would suggest turning this episode up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, turn it up. We're going to get comfortable. I mean... I was really excited to talk about this topic because I feel like my personal relationship with aging has changed a lot over the past five years. Yeah. So I can only imagine like what my relationship will be in the next five years. Like I feel like I'm coming in it from when I was in my late 20s, I was really afraid of aging. Mm. And the idea of like turning 30 felt very like, Like, (gasps) no, my gosh. But now that. I'm I think past your 20s there's just you are like 22 23 24 and then when you get to your 30 you're just in your 30s there's no mm-hmm. age there's no age and, there's no and age. then I when you get to your that. 40s it's like in your 40s it's I was, like I don't think it exists I was gonna say it's like you take the Bradley Cooper limitless pill and suddenly oh you God. are like, <laughs> yeah that's where I thought you were going with that but also yeah you also have no age <laughs> yeah I, I just like, like don't feel it yeah yeah I don't know where this came from me, how this happened, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm from like a young age, like really young, like my parents would be like, go outside and play with the kids in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then I would find like the two oldest people that I could or like the (laughs) adults in the neighborhood. And then I would hang out with them. So like my first neighborhood was Gladys and Bunny and they were both like in their late seventies and I was four or five. And I used to sit and just talk with them on the glider while everybody was riding their bikes. And then in my next neighborhood, I found um, Brenda and Mike. So then I talked to Brenda and Mike all the time. And so I think because of that, I never really cared about aging. Like, to you, the adults were, like, the cool kids. Like, you were like, that's who I want to hang out with. Also, whenever I got older and it was, like, a year older, it's going to be like, oh, my God, whatever. And it's like, actually, I really like it because I, like, know more stuff. I know myself better. And I have more experience. Yeah. Yeah. When Have you guys, and if you haven't gotten to this point, Stephen, I guess, I don't know if you could answer this, but I was going to say, like, has there been a moment where you've been, like, oh, I feel old. Like, I feel like, like you feel mm. you're aging. You're like, oh, that just aged me. Like moments yeah. either in culture or within your own life. Like for me, mm. it was like when I turned 30, I was just so deeply excited to try my Dyson vacuum cleaner. Oh like I God. woke up, yes. found it out of bed. I was like, today's the day. It came yes- wow. like yesterday. <laughs> I was at work. It's time to try it. And it and for the record, Dyson sponsor us. You did not disappoint. Oh it's a great I vacuum. I love a Dyson. <laughs> yeah, 
all of their products. But I don't I don't think I've felt old. I just have felt a passage of time, like certain mm. certain experiences. Like for instance, a couple weeks ago, my cousin got married, and I went to the wedding, and she was like. Uh, I remember I was like, I don't know, I forgot how old I was when she was born, but it was like, you know, in your family, when you get to an age and your family's like, you could take care of this baby. Like, we'll, we, you were responsible wow. enough to yeah. leave you alone with this baby. So all the time I felt like I was like taking care of her and like from the minute she got home from the hospital. So then to like go to her is wedding, I was like, wow. Is this the one with jaundice? No, this is a different one. There's okay. a lot of babies in my family. But okay. I was like, wow, time has passed. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I can feel that in ways that are like I recognize my younger self in a way that like is distant from my from my current self. Not that it's not me, but it's just like I felt like when I was younger, maybe my teenage self was closer. But now I kind of view them as separate or even my like early 20s self. I'm like I view her as separate and kind of like understanding yeah. and caring for her and like knowing what she's going through but like still having that separation of like I can't quite connect with you even though it is me yeah I completely feel that Shannon like sort of a looking back like oh she was having she was doing her best (laughs) (laughs) I know so much more or or you think about things you did and you're like I would literally never do that now like go to that event take on that work like just certain things you're like no I just wouldn't do it yeah. But maybe but exactly. you, you only know that because you did it and yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. We all have our relationships with aging. And I mean, it's interesting to talk about aging because I think it's something that can be very like taboo in yeah. our society. We talk about it in ways that are like aging's bad or um, also just like the way we separate older people from society in yeah. one way or another. Yeah. Or like when they're like, oh, we're trying to target 18 to 24 year olds and it's like okay that's such a small group what about the rest of us that's literally all everyone is trying to target is that age group and it's like okay well the well speaking of the number where where are the vape pens for the 50 plus (laughs) yeah well well speaking of the the americans age 65 and older are projected to double from 52 million in 2018 to 95 million uh, by 2060. This is just in America. Oh, but wow. This is re- a reflection of, you know. Well, start marketing to them now. True. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, well, people are, people are just getting older and older. Yeah. Like within the U.S., again, this is, but normally globally age life expectancies are also increasing. The average life expectancy in 1950 was 68 years old. And in 2017, again, I don't know if this accounts for COVID and all that horrible thing that went, probably not since 2017, it was 78.6 years. So people are getting oh, wow. living longer. Do you think that like the mm-hmm. um, 18 to 24 marketing mm-hmm. bracket comes from like a long time ago when People only live to like 30. So they're like, True. you got to market to 18 to 24 year olds. Yeah. Or like when they were yeah. 18 to 24 year olds were also people who were like buying homes and stuff like that. Like now, like yeah. 18 to 24 year olds, like can't even buy anything. Well, so, that's what it, like the things that they're selling to 18 to 24 year olds. 30 are, to 50. Yeah. <laughs> they're very different. Like they are selling them vape pens. They're not selling them a home. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. 
Lease lease a car. Don't buy a car. Rent a yeah. home. That's all. Yeah. Choose some bubble gum. Wear yeah. this shirt. And then um, look at the sky. Be responsible for yourself. No, no, no. Not you. <laughs> not yet. No, no. But there's a whole market for the fear of aging, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As a woman, uh-huh, big old yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have anti-wrinkle, hair coloring. You have... Uh, anti-stretch marks, you have hair restoration, anti-pigmentation, chemical peels, breast implants, liposuction, like all these things. Vaginal. Vaginal rejuvenation. I mean, I feel like we could go on and on and name all the things that are done. We could do this whole 45 minutes. Yeah, just name stuff. It's not all anti-aging. There are plenty of reasons to get plenty of things. Vaginal rejuvenation. Vaginal rejuvenation, absolutely. A lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it can fall under this like fear yeah. of aging. And and it's um, how they and it's how they market it. It's what yeah, they're yeah. saying. That's about what I was it. gonna say. Yeah. Like it's not necessarily even it's what not, it is. It's yeah. just that's an easy marketing angle. Right. Absolutely. Because it plays into this like cultural fear that we already have of like no longer being relevant, no longer being and excuse me, did we come up with that cultural fear or did marketing people many years ago instill it mm-hmm. in us? Mm. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it pays to market anti-aging <laughs> because the market globally is $60 billion. Oh my God. Projected in 2001. And it's only expected to get bigger in the next 10, 20 years. Wow. Wow, it's a lot a piece, of money. Give me a piece That's of a that pie, but also destroy that pie. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Destroy that pie. Destroy it. But you know, it's interesting. This is all coming on like a cultural backdrop of like, but people are like aware of it. So we're gonna like stop talking about anti-aging. Like, for example, like Allure five years ago decided to like no longer use the term anti-aging in their magazine, which is great. But I don't know if we're that much further along. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember, yeah, that distinct moment in culture where they're like, we're using older women in magazines yeah. and like Dove ads and stuff. And everyone was like, oh, what? This is crazy. Right. But also it was always older women that were like, didn't look like they were older. Yeah. It was like the hottest old lady you've ever seen in your life who actually. Right. And, and oh, I'm sorry for saying that hottest, but truly a very attractive woman who's ageless yes so like are we celebrating but is wearing aging? a loose scarf <laughs> that's right, how we right. know exactly are we celebrating aging or are we just celebrating someone who has somehow defied yeah aging one poll of 2000 women mm-hmm. in the u.s obviously anti-aging also affects men mm-hmm. um and we, we want to hear your perspective Stephen. but sure. a lot of this research is done in women i guess because of the like beauty industry and stuff? The beauty industry, yes. So they found that, okay, I'll make it in a form of a game since we didn't. Oh, know. my God. Thank Yay. God. Okay, Thank God. What, do you th- what do you think the percentage of women in this poll, it was 2,000 women in the U.S., under age 25, they said that they regularly worry about signs of aging. Under 25, what percentage of them? Like oh a God. sad amount, like so many, like probably like. I think it's like 68%. Yeah, and I'll just go 75 just to offer a different number. Well, luckily it was 28%. Oh, oh. my God. We really, 
I yeah. did it wrong. Uh, okay, well, well, I really, I really teed you up with all the yeah, intro stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of like gotcha in there. Yeah, gotcha yeah. techniques. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. You're under 25. You shouldn't regularly no. be worrying about the signs of aging. You're very young. Yeah. I mean, you're on the lifespan. Again, we were saying up to like 78 years of age. Not that anyone should fear aging, but like just showing that it's like a lifelong thing that people think about. It doesn't even matter how old you are. But what's really interesting is 42% of those age 25 to 34 answered in this way, then 54%. So we're going a little bit up Mm -hmm. for those 35 to 44. But then this trend began to decline in this survey after the age of 55. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. You're saying idea. the trend of worrying. Like they less yes. worries after. They worry I think less. By the time you're half a century yeah. old, it's like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Right. Right. Which is almost like, if we're going to get there, why are we worried now? Yeah. Also, like, it's good to get older in that you are not dead. You are still right. alive on this <laughs> earth. <Yeah. laughs> like, what's, as my someone said, what's the alternative? I think my mom says that joke, but it, or someone else. like she got it from somewhere or something. Right, nice. I've heard that. I've heard that, but that's that is a thing. A when people are like, "Yeah, what is the alternative?" Is the it's alternative? so true, and it's something I know I struggle with. Like, I definitely will look at my skin and be like, "Ugh, that's a new uh, wrinkle," or I'll compare it a picture to a picture from four oh, years ago. Don't do that. And I'm like, "Why am I doing that?" But <laughs> I don't know. It's a sick yeah, curiosity. I feel like this is like where. The perspective as a man is obviously different just because like I like to take care of my skin, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to age like it's going to happen. Like, what am I going to do? And so I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll use like products that I know are like good and make my skin healthy. Like I'm like, I don't want it to be oily. You know, I don't want I want it to like look nice, but I'm not like like turn back time. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and so, like men have a lot of examples of like silver fox. Like, yeah, that's what as yeah. men too, age, yeah. there's way less. Yeah, Sorry. that's the other thing too yeah. is that like as men age, it's not it like uh less like, stigma. Yeah, like having gray hair or like wrinkles. It's like he, the society is like that's attractive. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like ooh, so, what right. a wise older man. Yeah, and so Zaddy. yeah, but I will say on my dad's side of the family there is a vein gene that Mm. a lot of his side of the family has and they're very worried about aging very have you Mm. felt like that's affected your relationship with aging at all Yeah, turn me around i said turn Mm. this car around turn this car around (laughs) wow like so you noticed it early and it was almost like kind of a deterrent yeah yeah because my mom doesn't care at all my mom says Mm. i am same with my mom yeah she says i am who i i am my mom was like the one mom that like didn't dye her hair. Like all the other moms yeah. dyed their hair, and she was like, "No," nah. yeah. and she was gray at like that. forty. <laughs> so brave. Hashtag. Yeah. Brave. I yeah, I love that. I really do hope. I mean, I don't know. I think I will embrace my gray hair. I don't have gray hairs right now, so I don't. I have know some, what to say. and I'm not afraid of them. I got yeah. like yeah. a gloss before a friend's wedding, and then I was like, "That was nice," but I wasn't like. I need to do this all the time. It was just more like, oh, there's going to be a lot of photos, so maybe I should. But I really don't feel the need to, like, cover them. 
I am lucky in that my partner, as I got older, like every time, like mm. Brendan loves me as an older woman. Like he, mm. I think because we got together, we have like five years between us and I was like 22. Like every time I'm like, look, like he's like, your gray hairs. They're so beautiful. And like, oh, huh, wow. you That's have really such nice. a womanly quality. Like he'll like yeah. he used to start like complimenting me specifically on the like aged factors of my I face. love that. Yeah. And that, yeah. like, you know, just to bring it back to the title, you know, it's really nice for a self-care thing. You know what I mean? To yeah. be like, this is something. There's so many things that happen in our lives that we use self-care to soothe or to, like, help us out with. And it's like aging is one of those things that just happens naturally. And it's inevitable. But, like, the way we react to it could or yeah. others react to it around us could in a yeah. way be self-care. You know what I mean? Totally. Because right. you can soak up a lot of stuff from your family like, yeah. or reject or do a good job of like filtering it, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is hard. I mean, and, and, and if you're listening to this conversation, you're like, I do all the and, – and I'm not knocking anyone who does no. things for anti-aging. No. It's more of a conversation of like why do we as a society – Yeah. It's not an individual, yeah, an individual. I mean, we have a whole episode on skincare. And yeah. Right, so we, <laughs> exactly. D- you know, yeah, we, we also f- recognize the hypocrisy. Exactly. And have I thought and about Botox? Masks. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and face masks and all those things, like talking about elasticity and things like that. So it, it's it's hard. Be- it's, it's, it's just whatever you want, though. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, a conversation yeah. to have. Yeah, it's it just so happens that like 100% of people want like tight, fresh <laughs> skin. But if you want like the health of your, if you want like healthy skin and you want to like, or you want to feel good about your skin, it doesn't mean that like necessarily Yeah, they you have to be young, like look younger. Look young yeah. or like stress about aging. It could just be like, I just am taking, it's like, it's like saying like, why take the trash out when there's going to be more trash? It's so like, well, true. you got to take the trash out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my analogy for this. Okay. I don't know if it makes sense. I but like that. Yeah. I like okay, that. I'm the trash could it. build I'm up. It. Yeah. It's a, that's how I approach There's um, also my like, skincare. Why take the trash out? Why take the trash out? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to take the trash out, <laughs> even though there'll be more trash. So it's like, I got to clean my face because every day it's going to. You know, like oh, you're yeah. saying, trash like, tomorrow. I got to clean up. Yeah. It. Like yeah. you're saying like, oh, why <laughs> clean today if it's going to get dirty tomorrow? You know, right. It's always like I think what it is, it's like checking in with yourself and your routines of like, am I doing right? So much of self-care is like anything can become problematic if you if you don't have the right relationship to it. Oh, right. If yeah. you're you know, you're like you have your skincare routine because you're like this. I like the routine of it. I like the pampering. I, you know, it's like. Why are you not taking out the trash? Are you in love with the trash? Then that would be a problem. (laughs) Right. To bring it back to the trash analogy. Are you sifting? It would be like as if you're making out with your trash. Yeah. (laughs) And that's an unhealthy relationship to trash. Right. Exactly. But we're still not judging. No. (laughs) No. But speaking of all of this, I thought it'd be interesting. <laughs> speaking of speaking trash, of trash, <laughs> speaking of trash, I thought it'd be interesting to look into some statistics about trash. Is it a game? <laughs> how often uh, does it get picked up? <laughs> yeah, how often does trash get picked up? <laughs> how many? How many? <laughs> all right. How many people are in the truck? 
Two. Yeah. <laughs> I am nailing this. Um, I thought it'd be interesting that we talk <laughs> biologically what is aging, right? Mm. We think about aging so much in these like external factors when we think about like anti-aging yeah, marketing. Like, I was going to say it was really funny that like we're just talking about aging, but that could mean so many things and we were all like skin. Like that's yeah. right. kind of where our brains went. But there's like your brain's aging, your joints. Oh like, my God, the joints. Your muscles. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All this is aging. And so in science, that's kind of a broad thing to say, um, (laughs) there are a lot of ways we measure aging. Okay. And something to think about is that aging science is actually a science that has a lot of questions, open-ended questions that we're still trying to figure out. Like we know things get older. We know like, you know, parts of your body and organs start to deteriorate. But like what is regulating that? What allow some people to live longer, all those factors still kind of up in the air, which is, I think, really cool because... Do you yeah. feel like also the reason why it's all like that is because it's so hard to, like, have a steady control in your yeah. experiment? Because it's, like... True. It's really... It's, like, no two people... Like, it's, like, how... The internal and external for two people are so different. Oh, yeah. It also varies greatly by person. Like, how a person age it, yeah. ages is based on yeah. not just their genes, but their environment. Right, right. That's what Their I said. health. External. That's my external. Yeah. yeah. So much is going on. The trash. Um, trash. The trash. How often the trash is being taken out. The Sorry. way we measure it in biology is um, either we have, like, molecular aging. We have, you know, so that's, like, little, little molecules in your body. True. We have cellular aging. So, like, how old we can tell, like, cells are. There's cute. also, like, more, cute. like, cute. There's more, like, systematic aging, like, you know, your organ systems, how they're doing. And then we have things like onsets of disease. Ugh. Hate it. Ugh. Yeah. We, not, we not cute. Hate that part. Not cute. Not, not cute. cute. Yeah, I think like as it. we go through this, you should just yell out if it's cute, cute or not. Cute and cute. Molecules cute. Sounds cute. One uh, interesting way we've studied aging is through um, this thing called telomeres. So telomeres are these repetitive sequences at the ends of your DNA, kind of the caps. Sometimes we call them the caps of the DNA. Mm -hmm. And what this means functionally is basically, right, you have cells in your body that are dividing say your skin cells right you're mm-hmm. constantly shedding skin so you have stem te- stem cells of your skin that are making more and more mm-hmm. skin cells each time a cell replicates yeah right you have to make a copy of the dna okay and then it splits well these telomeres get shorter and shorter ev- with every ep- replication so there's this idea that kind of like it's almost like setting pace of like your telomeres are X long, which means that like you're at this point of age. Oh, like rings oh. on a tree. Like rings on a tree. Like so rings each, on a tree. Because with each kind of, you know, replication cycle, you are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So when and they first a, start, they're so long. They're so long. They are dragging oh on the floor. And then when you're older, they're really short. Yeah. So eventually a lot, some cells go into, uh, I forget the word for it, but basically they stop dividing. Okay. So they, you know, that can happen 
when telomeres reach a certain length. But there's a lot of caveats to this because, for example, stress can reduce your telomere length. <gasps> Forever or? Well, that's the thing. That's a big question this is that can you, can you lengthen your telomeres? And also what telomeres are we talking to? talking about like in what cells so there's a lot of questions around telomere length people still use care of your telomeres guys don't stress think of your telomeres think of your telomeres (laughs) yeah exactly that is that's a good t-shirt they're cute they're cute i think yeah think of your that's the back of a t-shirt they're cute yeah yeah so that's like one way we measure aging there's also like some people think that aging and kind of the demarker for our body's clock is kind of hormone levels. Mm. Um, you know, as you age, certain hormones go up, other hormones go down. Though this, you know, a lot of people have different hormone levels all through life. So who knows with that? And uh, with a lot of these, it's probably many factors, right? Yeah. They're just one ways that people will look at it, but it's probably multiple factors. Right. Yeah. That's always that's always the answer. One really interesting. Thing that comes up in aging research again and again. And this comes with a big sort of disclaimer. Not spoiler, disclaimer. I'm like, not a spoiler alert, but a disclaimer. Okay. So something that we know when we have studied aging in rodents, it's difficult to study aging in people because people have so many variables. So if we have rodents in a lab, in a lab environment, one thing that comes up again and again if you want to increase their lifespan mm-hmm. is calorie restriction. Mm. Weird. So limiting Increases? food is calorie they restriction live- increases. It, they live 50% longer. If 50%? You, wait, so if you decrease their calorie intake, they live yeah. 50% longer? Yeah. Again, the caveat here is that it's mice that are in a lab. Yeah, there's that. Right? And they're not going into malnutrition. It's just calorie restriction. I don't know why, but when you said that, it really made me think about Tom Hanks and Castaway and how, like, when you <laughs> do see him, <laughs> when he's been out on the island for a while, you're like, okay, he looks good. Like, <laughs> he's doing good. I know he's super thin, but, like, he looks good to me. Yeah. Well, I super mean, sunny. I think... <laughs> well, he is super sunny in that in that bit. And and that is your exact type, is Tom Hanks. In, it's a thin, a rail-thin Tom Hanks. Tom yeah. Hanks, yeah. like, yeah. 50 days into being shipwrecked. Starved. Talking yeah. to a volleyball. That's your that type. That is kind of your type. it cute. Okay, so back to the mice. So basically what they find is there's a lot of different like gene expression, things that happen when you calorie restrict mice. But again, we're not sure of the mechanism. Again, these are mice. These are not humans. We don't have evidence that calorie restriction in humans is good. I freaking hope not because I don't want to restrict my calories. Oh, absolutely But I do want to live forever. But do I? I don't know. No. But like, do I? Yeah. But I do think there is something interesting there. And I'm always looking at research because meaning that there's a lot of cultures that regularly practice fasting. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. And, and I do think there's time. and they live a long time. So I do think there's an interesting hmm. note there of like how our how humans have evolved a culture that sometimes includes fasting and how that might have changed our longevity or anything like that anyway so that's kind of a thought but again this is a big disclaimer we're not saying that it's good to calorie restrict don't restrict cows don't restrict so yeah so there are other theories why we age like 
really early theories were just your bodies gather so many gene mutations. And so they thought that that's what happens, that like you just get older and you're just getting gene mutation, gene Whoa, mutation, really? gene mutation. But there's no real evidence for this, okay. <laughs> um, that that's the I was case. Like, that seems we crazy. We have a lot of genes that take care of mutations, right? That's the reason why our bodies aren't constantly getting cancer. Can you cancers. explain what that would mean? Yeah. So like our cells aren't having or our genes aren't having a free for all in there where they can just be anything <laughs> at any time. Although exactly. people are like healthy people get cancer all the time. Absolutely. Because things can happen. Like your body does have a lot of check and ba- checks and balances, especially if cells are growing really quickly. You know, we have genes within our bodies that will like shut shut that down. But of course, sometimes those mechanisms don't work. And that's when you when you have a cancer. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we have lots of genes that are like cancer suppression genes that like keep things in check. If things feel like a cell is acting up. But <laughs> acting up. <laughs> acting acting up exactly. cool inside. Exactly. But yeah, that can that can happen again with this kind of mutation theory there's this like mitochondrial theory which does everyone know what the mitochondria is yes I it's don't the remember. powerhouse of <gasps> the nucleus of the cell of yeah of the cell whoops nice. close i knew you Yay. i knew someone would know it um see steven yes. you remember things yeah, this is like they said it to you like a hundred like times. Like a thousand. In school. Yeah. yeah. The power it's like the one whole week was just them saying <laughs> that over and over. And it's really interesting because it's not like everyone needs to know that about right. you know, yeah. like, it's not that important. It feels like there are probably other lessons that they should have like yeah. <laughs> ingrained yeah. in us, but Home Ec, finance. Finance. Oh my yeah. god, personal finance? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the mitochondrial theory is just that the DNA, so your mitochondria has its own DNA, which is very interesting. You get that DNA all from your mama. Um, oh, so, thanks, mom. Yeah. I got thanks, it mom. from my mama. And at <laughs> my mitochondria these... <laughs> DNA. <laughs> okay, now we got a song. Okay, I got I feel my like mitochondria Fergie, from my Fergie mama. would record it. Yeah, let's yeah. get her. We'll let's be get like, her. You can do jazz on this one, Ferg, whatever you yeah. want to do. I think she's free. I think she's free. And then she'll I do a she fast-paced rhyme. It's like... Mitochondria. Yeah. I love that idea. So, yeah, the theory is basically that your mitochondria DNA gets damaged, and that's that leads to, you know, causes energy production issues in cells, which then... Um, leads to decline but then there's also just kind of these theories that just like there's a accumulation that happens so right our bodies our cells are constant including your brain so this is where the the brain um aspect comes in are constantly making proteins right so they're constantly making proteins and then getting rid – when they're done with those proteins, they're getting rid of them. They're like breaking them down into their components and then like rebuilding other proteins. That's what our cells do. So the idea is as we age, our bodies get a little worse at recycling these proteins mm. that they can accumulate. Not so good at taking the trash out. Yeah. It's funny that we're back at the trash hypothesis. <laughs> The trash I knew this would come Thank up. You. I knew. Yep. We Hashtag yes. take the trash Take out. the trash out. Yeah. So that's kind of a theory of a lot of like neurodegenerative diseases that you have this like accumulation that 
And that kind of causes dysfunction in different areas, just like this overload of cellular waste. Again, not saying that any of these are like the theory of aging, but it's kind of interesting that we just like have these theories. Mm. And, you know, we can definitely tell when like disease happens and we can tell when like organs are damaged or cells are damaged and things like that. But what actually is regulating the ticking of time in biological bodies I don't know. Oh, I love when Shannon adds a statement with, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. It makes idea. me feel, rela- it's very relatable. Yeah. yeah. So science just doesn't have like a clear, yeah, like there's no, we don't sense. know why, why we age. I mean, the idea is that like, if we knew exactly and we knew the exact cocktail, then like what? Yeah, we, we wouldn't just... do anything good with it. We would be psycho. Exactly. Yeah. We'd commodify We'd be like, it. oh, this is like the secret to living forever. Yeah. Ugh. It'd be like Elon Musk gets it and no one else. Jeff Bezos finds a way in there. Yeah. Well, there are like so, I mean, speaking of anti-aging, I feel like that's a big, like billionaire investment. Like billionaires are constantly like, I feel like creating biotechs that are all around like, what is the fountain of youth? Gross. It just speaks to how universal that feeling is that even with like when you have all the power in the world, what do you want to figure out? How to live forever. Yeah. Like, right. It's almost cliche. It's almost embarrassing and like stereotypical. Like, oh, my God, that's yeah. what you're concerned about. And you think about it also through time. Like, I mean, the fountain of youth. I don't know where that like myth comes from. Yeah. But like I feel like there are myths and stories and like accounts of just like people searching for forever youth. And it's just interesting that that's like a universal human thought, but also it's like super exemplified. Uh, what is that word? Amplified. Um, amplified. Amplified. There we wow. go. There it is. Stephen, yeah. if you suddenly you came upon, you're walking Charlie and suddenly she's like, rough, rough. And you look over and there you see the fountain of youth. Would you drink from it? Okay. And then I live forever. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Tuck everlasting. Tuck no. everlasting, if you will. I destroy it. Vampire. You destroy it? You'd be like, not only am I not going to live forever, no one is. No one I love that. needs to. What kind of, um, okay, my cousin, I probably said this before on this podcast, but <laughs> my cousin always used, my cousin always says, when like sometimes, you know, like you're really wanting something or you're working towards something or like even think about like weather, Okay. If it okay. was always sunny, right, yeah. you would so not even appreciate it. So that's why, like, when it rains, it's torrential downpour and it's thundering and lightning mm. and puddles and you can't go outside. <laughs> puddles. And you're like, oh, man, I love the sun when it's sunny and I could do stuff outside. Yeah. So it's like if you just could live forever, you would never even you would never value your life. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's true. You wouldn't value your life. You'd take it for granted because you're like, well, I got this forever. And also, isn't it the human experience to be wanting what you can't have? Exactly. Mm. So. Okay. So what about you, Sophie? You stumble. You're walking Marty. I think you make. I think. Yeah, I'm walking Marty. And he's like, rough, rough. <laughs> he says, rough, rough. And you and stumble. He, he probably and, would go to drink from it. And, and I'd be like, Marty, you drink from it. I do want you to live forever. Like, okay, this yeah. is, yours is a, a toilet of youth. <laughs> And one flush can take it all. Yeah, you got to do a swirly. I think honestly, I would get rid. I would do what Steven said. Honestly, maybe I would make Marty drink from it. I don't know. I kind of love him a lot. 
Yeah. But also, yeah. Maybe I would like, make Charlie and then I would destroy Yeah. Be like, okay, yeah. just pets only. <laughs> that I think pets is, only is good. Yeah. Because yeah, that's the cruelest thing in life that we live longer than our pets. And to yeah. be fair, we are setting them up for an eternal life. But the thing about pets is they live <laughs> so in the present. Like they don't even yes. know that. They would literally never know. They wouldn't know. know. Yeah. They wouldn't know. They'd be like, I'm the same. And then. We'd die and they'd be like, okay, on my time to hit the road, find another family. They'd be fine. I like that. Yeah. The dogs can get eternal life. The humans (laughs) cannot. No. Oh, my God. I think dogs should get eternal life. (laughs) Barbara Streisand says so, too. Yeah. You guys heard that? Barbara Streisand, like, cloned her dogs. Okay. Clones her dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. to clone Charlie. Yeah. I feel like that's fair. We all should. Yeah. She's got wow. some good ideas. <laughs> She's got at least one good idea. At least one. And with that, I guess, I mean, aging really isn't a self-care and self-square no. topic. I would love to just think how we're, you know, all this information makes us think yeah. about aging. I think I would say um, aging's a self-care. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it. It lives inside it. You can't not. Okay, this is what I think. I think that aging is self-care in general because as you Mm. get older, you get to learn more about yourself. You get to figure out through experience what things work, what doesn't work. So then even though your telomeres might be getting shorter, Mm. your way to deal with it is getting better. Hopefully. Mm, hopefully. Yeah. And I, I think same. I think also self-care on my end. Oh, wow. <laughs> really thought you were going to go square for that one. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, you only live once. That's the reason we say that. You do only live once. And if you didn't only live once, that wouldn't be very fun. Anyway, that'd be actually really complicated and probably introduce a whole new set of problems. So you say you only, only live, live once, folks. Yeah. 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 And like... I sometimes I I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes I am a bit like I look back fondly nostalgically over the energy I had as a younger person but then I'm so glad for the brain I have as an older person even though it fucks with me sometimes right I'm wiser and smarter and like think for myself more and that really only comes with experience with which really only comes with age so I'm happy to Self-care. Yeah, so self-care. Shan? Yeah. Yes, I think it's self-care. <laughs> um, there she is. I, she I think, thinks so. She thinks so. I think so. I think sometimes, you know, there's nothing else to do but get older. And, like, we're not in control of how our body ages. Mm-hmm. And that can be really hard, I think, for me. I'm a control freak. I don't like, you know... There are, as you get older, there are certain things you can't control in your body. And that's just the way it is. And I think finding a good relation, I mean, that's a lifelong relationship that we're all building towards. Yeah. But yeah, it's a life lesson of being okay and like listening to your body when your body is, you know, going through it and just accepting it and Mm -hmm. all those things. It's, it's a life's work. It's a life's work. You only live once. And what was Steven? Steven had one. Take out the garbage. Take, Take out, out the, the trash. trash. <laughs> and All right. And we'll be um, played out by Fergie's new song, The Mitochondria. 
mitochondria comes from the mom. Comes from the mom. <laughs> I got my mitochondria from my mama. Was yeah. what I think we were. <laughs> she be up in the <laughs> in the powerhouse just the working cell. at her mitochondria. <laughs> All right, well, that's the that's the show, y'all. Have a, have a good one. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, bye. Take out the trash. Bye. The science of self-care.